Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Have you ever been gaslit by a man? Perhaps you've been told he's definitely not cheating and you're a bit deluded. Maybe he's being toxic and then telling you you're over-emotional, you're overreacting. What if someone was so determined to control you they actually kept you captive. Ever had the President of the United States tell the world that you're a drunk and that you're deluded because you shared the dirty inner workings of the White House? Seems unlikely to have happened to you or anyone. But it did happen to someone. In partnership with Stars Play and their brand new drama, Gaslit, Sarah Barron and I are sharing the untold story of Martha Mitchell, one of the most gaslit women in history, in just 18.5 minutes, the same amount of minutes mysteriously missing from Nixon's White House tapes. Gaslighting is a term which basically means making someone question their own reality. It might be used to describe a person, a gaslighter, who presents a false narrative or a lie to somebody else which leads them to doubt their perceptions and become misled, disoriented or distressed. This often happens in relationships with power imbalances. Sometimes the person being gaslit is fearful of the loss associated with challenging the false narrative. Gaslighting is not always malicious and intentional, but in many cases, it is. Where does the word gaslighting come from? There's a 1944 film starring Ingrid Bergman in which a husband uses tricks to convince his wife that she is mentally unwell, that she can't trust her own mind, so he can steal from her. The term gaslighting was quite obscure until the mid-2010s, when it started to seep more into the English lexicon, which I think correlates with a recent wave of feminism and the Me Too movement. According to the American Psychological Association, it once referred to manipulation so extreme as to induce mental illness or to justify commitment of the gaslighted person to a psychiatric institution, but it is now used more generally. The New York Times first used this term in a 1995 column by Maureen Dowd, and the American Dialect Society recognised the word gaslight as the most useful new word of the year in 2016. The Oxford University Press named gaslighting as a runner-up in their list of the most popular new words of 2018. Sometimes we need the language to talk about what's happening to us, and it was a word society really needed. Gaslighting isn't just a conflict or a disagreement. It's somebody trying to convince you that you can't trust your own eyes, your own memory, your own mind. It's something that the Nixon administration 
employed on a woman who had a dynamic personality and wouldn't take no for an answer. This show, starring Julia Roberts, will add to our understanding of what gaslighting really means. The John Hamm Library of Feminism presents The Guilty Feminist Tapes, The Missing 18.5 Minutes, Conversation 654-2, which took place on the 24th of April, 2022. Deborah Francis White talks to Sarah Barron. Sarah Barron. Sarah Barron. Um, Sarah Barron, it's me, Deborah, from The Guilty Feminist. I'm meant to know all about this new Stars Play show, Gaslit. Can you kick me off? Like, gaslit, can you define it? Okay, so presumably you've been gaslit yourself at some point by someone. Maybe you had an ex-boyfriend and he would say like, oh, you're too emotional, or, oh, you're so dramatic, specifically as a way of wanting to manipulate you, or your brother told you you're imagining things, or maybe you have a boss at some point and she really works to make you believe it's you who's toxic, not her. So it's like when somebody says something isn't true, that is true, that you know is true, but they're making it out to be not true so that you start to think, I'm, I'm losing it. My current example is my six-year-old. Whenever I try to stop him from playing this terrible video game I don't want him to play, he's started claiming that he's adopted. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I was there. I'm pretty sure you weren't. But he continues to insist. In short, it's this idea that someone is manipulating you into questioning your own sanity. So now imagine that the man gaslighting you is the president of the United States of America. What if you got so badly gaslit, your accounts of very real events were labeled delusional? What if they were attributed to your mental illness? What if you were held hostage and discredited in the national news because you dared to speak the truth. Deborah, this is what happened to Martha Mitchell, the very first person to tie President Nixon to the Watergate scandals and one of the most gaslit women in history and the star subject of the TV show Gaslit. Okay, so listen, that's extraordinary. I feel, weirdly, I've been gaslit about the Watergate scandal my whole life because I always thought it was rumbled completely by men who were given all of the credit to the extent where I recently watched All the President's Men, the movie about it. There were no women in it. The only women in it were just like used, like they were called stuff like toots and they were, they were used to go and do menial labor. Um, so could you give me a quick precy of what happened at Watergate? Yes, so the word, the name Watergate, come to encompass this whole array of secret and usually more often than not illegal activities done by members of the Nixon administration. Specifically, it refers to the burglary and the illegal wiretapping of the headquarters of the Democratic National Committee in the Watergate complex by members of President Nixon's re-election campaign. These burglars, they're eventually arrested and the connection to Nixon uncovered, which is what leads to his resignation in 1974. So this is why we say something's a gate if it's a scandal now. So we kind of say party gate is, it's because of Watergate being the name of the original hotel where this massive scandal happened, that the president exactly was doing something that. illegal. Exactly that, but the key year here now is 1970. This is before the police apprehended the burglars at the office of the Watergate complex because 1970, this is the year that the New York Times runs an article about 
Martha Mitchell. They call her, this is a direct quote, the most talked about, talkative woman in Washington, to which she responds, why do they always call me outspoken? Can't they just say I'm frank? And she's not, she's not just like this sort of average cabinet wife. She's glamorous. She's got this really quaffed, bright blonde beehive. She loves the whiskey. She's mischievous. She's got like a sort of, let's think of it as like this Lucille Ball sense of humor. She's funny. She's disruptive to the extent that Richard Nixon himself once told his chief of staff in a meeting, quote unquote, we have to turn off Martha. Um, so who was this Martha Mitchell and what was she doing being turned off by Nixon? Right, so she's the wife of John Mitchell, who was the US Attorney General under Nixon and the president's closest confidant. John Mitchell ends up at the sort of at the end of the story going to prison for conspiracy, obstruction of justice, perjury. So we can just say we know now these men's activities were not above board. Meanwhile, Martha, the wife of the attorney general, she's famed for eavesdropping on these meetings. And then she calls up reporters of her own volition and gossips to them. So she's this favorite amongst journalists because she's the one who gives them all the sort of insider hot takes. Which raises the question, like, can you blame her or can't you? What, to what level did she owe her husband more secrecy or to what extent is it like fair enough she wants to share this if it's I mean, all going on and potentially threatens the country? So I'm fully with Martha so far. Um, so what happened when John Mitchell okayed the break-in at the Watergate Hotel? Right. So the Mitchells are away in LA when this happens and John Mitchell gets a call to say intruders were arrested in the Watergate complex for wiretapping and stealing documents. It turns out Martha Mitchell's lead security guard and committee member of the re-election campaign of the president was arrested at the scene. Now John doesn't want Martha to catch any wind of this because he knows that what she might do is call up a reporter and spill the beans. So he leaves LA, leaving the security with strict orders not to let Martha leave the hotel or read or watch the news. So she's essentially been kidnapped by her husband and his team. But she knows her husband and she knows that John Mitchell and his boss, President Nixon, are somehow involved in the scandal. Like she could just smell it. So she immediately jumps on the phone to a journalist, which is her habit to like call up these journalists and tell them what she knows. Wow. So this is real drama. I know. And we've never and it's heard of her. it's insane that we've, this is how we ourselves have been gaslit. It's uh, how did we not know? I have watched All the President's Men a number of times. And as far as I'm concerned, Robert Redford did everything. Handsome, sexy Ugh. Robert Redford and sexy Dustin Hoffman. Mm. Uh, all, the, all the President's Men, the big famous film about this, they did everything. And they, if anything, used women. But no women had anything to do with this. This is incredible to me. Why would Martha Mitchell rat out her husband? Okay, so uh, to answer it, the first thing that you need to understand is like she, she's straight up not allowed to leave a hotel room. She's, she's sort of literally detained and kept as this sort of political prisoner, all to keep her from learning and then sharing with the press what's going on. And there, there were newspaper articles about it, but they mostly ran in like, quote-unquote women's pages which they had well, back newspaper then. Newspaper article saying she was being kept captive. 
Yeah, you and what they said, they got away with it because, of course, the people in charge of the narrative and the people getting all the attention are John Mitchell and Nixon. And what they're telling everyone at the time is that she's just a drunk. And it was really easy to believe that story because she did like a drink. So sort of framing her as this unstable alcoholic is pretty easy to do. You know, there's a long history of this. Before women could vote, any woman could just be sent to a sanatorium and locked up for life by her husband oh just going, God. if he wanted to be with another woman, he'd just go, sorry, she's insane. And this is a long history of this. But by this point, obviously, there were laws in place to stop this. But the most powerful people always think they're above the law, a la Partygate. Right. Um, right. So, turns out Martha's actually telling the truth. Yes. Uh, yeah, she's telling the truth the whole time. The whole time. So that, so that, but the, but the entertainment pages basically are going. Oh, she's been locked up for her own good. Unbelievable. Yeah, like this is just sort of a crazy lady who's had a bit too much to drink and is mentally unwell. And did she her ever... unwellness is threatening the stability of our great nation? Did she ever say why she did it? The quote that we have on this is: She said, "I love my husband very much." but I'm not gonna stand for all those dirty things. I'm black and blue. They don't want me to talk. Oh my God. So what happens next? Does she leave her husband? What's the fallout for the Mitchells and Nixon? I want this to be a happy ending, but it's, it's not going, I mean, the happiest part of the ending is that we know that Nixon gets caught, but specifically what happens for the Mitchells is Unsurprisingly, they wind up separating in 1973. John Mitchell moves out of the family home with their daughter. Eventually, he winds up serving 19 months in a federal prison because, again, he's been convicted of perjury, obstruction of justice, conspiracy for his involvement in the Watergate break-in. And they never see each other again. Wow. This whole and they just never see each other again. Because of her involvement in the scandal, Martha Mitchell is completely discredited. He also admits that various top aides of President Nixon, for years, they'd just been so jealous of her because she was the one who was so popular in the media. And so they had already been seeking out different ways to embarrass her. Eventually, Nixon himself, in the interviews that he does with David Frost in 1977, he says that Martha Mitchell was a distraction to John Mitchell, such that no one was, quote unquote, minding the store, and, again a quote, if it hadn't been for Martha Mitchell, there'd have been no Watergate. And we've never heard her name. Or at least I hadn't. Wow, I've never heard of her. I'd never as heard of her As far as I know, it's all guys who did it and guys who uncovered it and they are massively handsome heroes. Um, I need to know more about this. How can I, Sarah? Deborah, there's only one way. You've got to watch Gaslit, the new Stars Play drama. It brings Martha Mitchell's story to life. It stars the always divine Julia Roberts. It brings Martha Mitchell's story to life by taking this Watergate scandal and breathing such fresh air into it and by showing us from this completely new perspective and 50 years after the fact how all that Washington sausage gets made. So Stars Play, you say, what is Stars Play? Can I get it on my television? I need it now. You need it now. You can get it everywhere. What it is, it's basically a new on-demand streaming service. You can download it on your Apple or Android device. What more do you need? I need nothing now except you... to watch Gaslit. I'm, I am genuinely excited about this. 
I know. Um, I love Julia Roberts. This is our next prestige TV. I felt this sense of purpose and meaning flooding into me with the knowledge that there was new excellent television worth viewing. <laughs> now, you are for me the, the touchstone of the comedian and podcaster who can analyze in great depth, with great joy and comedy, prestige television. Your podcast that analyzed Succession every week that you did with your husband was, I was as addicted to that as I was addicted to Succession. Aww. Is there any world in which you and I could once a week sit down and analyze an episode of Gaslit as an extra for the guilty feminist? Deborah, I want it in every world, not just <laughs> any world. We have to do it. I feel we can make this happen. I think we, I think we owe it to each other. We owe it to each other. We owe it to Julia Roberts. We owe it to Julia Roberts. There exactly. we go. But more than anything, we owe it to Martha and we owe it to all of the other women who in history have stood up and said, I need to be counted and have been told that they're delusional. We owe it to Joan of Arc. We owe it to Viv, T.S. Eliot's wife. We owe it to all of the women who were told, you're delusional, you're too much, you're, you're seeing things, you don't know what you're talking about, and then who got written out of the story. We owe it to all of the women written out of the story to write them back in. So I am here for you and me, once a week, analyzing an episode of Gaslit, if you're here for it. I love it. We, we owe it to the women of the world. If I, I hope no one hears the secret, secret tape. Yeah. Let's do a secret tape and hope someone else leaks it. So there it is, a whistle-stop tour of the Watergate scandal and Martha Mitchell's incredible story. I just wanted to give a huge thanks to my good friend and Watergate boffin, Sarah Barron, for joining me on this special episode and to Stars Play for making it happen. If you'd like to learn more about the scandal and Martha's various trials and tribulations, Gaslit is now streaming on Stars Play. That's my bank holiday weekend sorted and yours. And as always, don't forget to let me know what you think. That's Gaslit, now streaming on Starsplay, the streaming service which offers original series and new movies. Well, what are you waiting for? Here's the trailer. Mitchell. I've had some disturbing news, sir. Operation Watergate has security guard busted wide open. I don't know how to put this at. We're wondering about your wife. Y'all gonna just stand around or you wanna ask me some questions? You worked for Martha Mitchell's husband? Yeah. She's completely insane. Loud mouth. She's a truth teller. I love her. I will say how I feel. And if that gets me banned off Air Force One, I will fly commercial. So you were banned from Air Force One. <laughs> You're good. You can just keep your mouth shut. We'll be fine. Where is everyone? Okay, there's no need to get hysterical. <gasps> Why risk your husband's position? Because it's the truth. That's Gaslit, now streaming on Starsplay.